Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope You Heard This podcast. And today I have my very good friend Andy Shin on, also known as Academics. We talk about his music career, his time in Korea doing several audition programs, and what that was like. And also, we talk about his podcast. He is the host of the Black Korea podcast. We get into his vision for the podcast and what he hopes to accomplish through it. And we also talk about all the challenges that came with him getting married to his Korean wife during the pandemic. So take a listen. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And we have a very special guest with us today. Um, very professional equipment there. Um, and I'm assuming it's because uh, our next guest, or our guest, is a musician and a podcast host himself. Please welcome Mr. Andy Shin. What's up, bro? <laughs> so, um, What's going on, everybody? Um, is it, can, can I call you the host of Black Courier Podcast, or are you one of the hosts? Um, I am the host and creator of the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to get your other other folks mad by, by calling you the host, but okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah, not not to say I'm above them or anything. We're we're all colleagues. We're all equals. But yeah, I did create it, and I am the official host. Okay. Yeah. Let's just let's, let's just jump into that and talk about that because um, the two main things I wanted to talk to you about is is uh music, obviously as academics. And kind of the more recent thing that you're doing is hosting the Black Korea podcast. I'm a big fan, by the way. I've been listening. I Thank you. I, I might have missed the most recent one, but I think uh-huh. I've listened to every episode. Um, and the concept is really intriguing for me because um, it's, it's called Black Korea. And the idea mm-hmm. is kind of creating a space to share cultural information about Koreans and right. like African-Americans, right? So you want to kind of talk about how, like how you thought of doing this podcast? Yeah. So um, there's this guy named Raf, um, a friend of mine, and he runs like a network of podcasts. Um, his one, his is a dead end hip hop. So that's how it all started. So he wanted to start like different podcasts within that network. And he was asking me like, is there anything, I guess he wanted to engage the uh, Asian um, demographic so he was like you know do you have any ideas and then I was just throwing some stuff out like I think it'd be pretty cool if we got um, you know black people and Korean people if there was like a, something to bridge that gap especially with hip-hop and how everything's going on right now um, and um, do you know the song black Korea yeah yeah uh, so ice cube right right so mm-hmm. that that song is actually like a hate song towards Korean people from right. like back in the day which, I mean, I'm sure he's not like that now, but mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of where I got a name off of too. And, and that's, yeah, this, I don't know how many episodes we're on right now. We're, I want to say at least 50. Oh, wow. At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty consistent. Um, we're getting pretty uh, good amount of views and listens. And yeah, so that's, that's, that's where we're at right now. Uh, so yeah, the, for those of you who don't know the song Black Korea, was written after the LA riots, right? Um, Correct. And there, I mean, there's, you can look into that, but there was just a, a lot of just racial tension between the Koreans and the black community um, building up 
and it kind of culminated in the LA riots, the, the looting and the violence back and forth. Um, so the, the content of the song Black Korea itself is um, Ice Cube really just venting his frustration toward the Korean community. Um, mm-hmm. I think a, a verse of that is kind of like those Korean shopkeepers like giving me like shady eyes as I'm walking through their shop and, and things like that, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So what well, was the motivation to starting the podcast to kind of ease those tensions? So honestly, for me, it was, I was going to give up my music career, but I still wanted to create something like I I needed Mm -hmm. to be doing something. So I was like, you know, let's, let's try this podcast thing out. And me being a rapper, you know, doing, you know, quote unquote black music, you know, good way to get into it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, initially we started, out as like trying to bridge that gap, right? Um, talking about cultural differences and how we view each other, how, you know, this and that, the other, the different definition of racism and all that stuff, right? Um, right now, so kind of in the middle of like our season of Black Korea, like we kind of reared off and we turned into kind of like a TMZ almost. Like mm-hmm. we just talked about like, you know, current events because honestly we're running out of topics. Um, there's there's only so much you can talk about Um, but every now and then you know that juicy topic will come out but yeah initially that's what I wanted I wanted um, unity pretty much uh, a better understanding of each other because there's a lot of times when you know we view black people without us even knowing like in a very ignorant way and vice versa Um, and I I wanted to yeah just kind of bridge that gap so people could just feel a little bit more knowledgeable of each other yeah yeah and you know um even though you guys are kind of doing the celebrity hot takes or you know whatever you want to call it i still Mm -hmm. appreciate that you guys kind of dialogue back and forth Mm -hmm. and when the other hosts don't really know why asians do something a certain way they'll just be like hey andy like by the way why do you guys think about this in this way and then and then you can say yeah, you know, as a Korean representative, you can say, well, we do this because of this. And that, right. a dialogue kind of forms around that. And then you, you kind of share your, the knowledge of each other's cultures. And I, I think I really appreciate that. Um, right. I, Isn't it? Hmm? Go ahead. Because I was going to say the most recent thing was um, you guys were talking about Masked Singer. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of surprised that it was here in America. And I, I don't know right. if a lot of people know that that show originated in Korea and like mm-hmm. Fox bought the rights of it f- from NBC and that's how they like were producing it. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff that people don't know. Um, and the reason we can kind of feed off of each other like that is because we kind of have this rule where it's um, like, nobody really gets mad at each other, even if things get really heated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, we like to think of it as like a, like a basketball game, you know, when you're, you know, going at it with each other, like you're going to be smack talking. You're going to be competitive. The game's over. Sorry. We can kind of feed off of each other, but okay. I mean, it's times though, man, like we get so frustrated or I, I get so frustrated with each other too. Like, like, dang, dude, this is, this is so like ignorant of what you're thinking, but they could be, they're thinking the same thing about me too, you know? Um, but that's, that's all, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, we gotta, it's all part of the learning process. Yeah. And also it's because to your 
currently you're the only Korean host, right? And there are like three other people who are all black. So there, there's probably kind of an imbalance. Well, I don't want to say an imbalance, but there's just more representation on that side of it. And it's kind of you holding down the fort right. by yourself. You're right. Yeah. So it's kind of um, another Korean host back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit more balanced out now, but we talked about that too, man. It's like, it's not black Korea anymore. It's just black and Andy right now. So we got to figure out how we're going to go about this, you know? Yeah. yeah. That was, that was a challenge for me. Cause you know, I'm, I'm not that great of a speaker. Um, you know, there's always times where like, man, I wish I said this. I wish I said, that. I'm sure you're like that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I'm supposed to be the Korean representative, you know, and I don't want to let down the Korean community, right. you know, but yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it on the balance. Mm. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you kind of a insider question because um, there was a point during the Black Courier run where you guys took kind of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was KP who, who said something, uh, he made a comment about, it, it, he made a comment that almost made it seem like you didn't really want to do the podcast, but you came back to continue the podcast. Can you mm-hmm. tell us what, what was happening during that time? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if this is what I'm thinking about, I think this is what it is. Um, the, there was just a lot going on. So I was working, um, I was, I'm school full time. And I think the biggest thing was like, it was just too much on my plate, too much on my plate. And I, I wasn't feeling the, how the direction of the podcast was going. So I was asking myself, this is really what I really want to do. Um, the biggest thing was, so I'm, I'm currently married now, but during that time, uh, me and my girl, we were still in a long distance relationship and we were in a really rough chapter in our relationship. Like we were fighting a lot. Um, my mom is like the Korean tiger mom where, cause I'm an only child, you know, and right. like she was just giving her crap. And like, I was, I was going through a lot. Like, and I actually wanted to talk to you about this because, um, I didn't know your podcast was so um, consistent. I mm-hmm. didn't you were doing. I didn't know you were doing it so consistently. But um, I was really depressed, and I had crazy anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never had that, but I just stumbled upon um, when you and uh, Andy Hung were talking about anxiety, and I was like, "Dude, this is so spot on. Like, this is exactly what I'm going through." I remember I, I hit you up about it, right? Um, but yeah, man. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to say I was suicidal, but like, you know, I kind of across my mind um and i would never do that you know what i'm saying but like it was just a lot on my heart and a lot on my plate and i was just tired i didn't know what to do but i kind of snapped out of it and that's when i came back from that hiatus do, do you feel like you're in a better place with regards to your anxiety and things like that yes um oh, just great. because a lot has calmed down my mom's not acting crazy anymore uh, my girl's here physically now so you know we're not fighting as much granted we've only been together you know living together for like two months but hmm. you know it's, it, things are pretty good right now yeah and I will say that part of marriage one of the most difficult things is the melding of the two families like when mm-hmm. um, when me and Shirley got married the di- most difficult part was trying to appease both sides of the family when it came to the actual like wedding ceremony and what we were going to do after and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. 
And, and I actually mm -hmm. wanted to ask you about that because um, you guys are married on paper now. Did you guys have, were you guys able to hold like a ceremony? No. So, right. yeah, man. It's, it's crazy how things just work. And, you know, me still being a Christian man, I'm just like, let go and let God. Like, he's got it under control, but it's frustrating. But yeah. So, uh, um, because of the coronavirus, we're like, okay, you have to come here because of our visa. If this waits any longer and you're not able to come in at all, like this visa could expire and then we could have to push this back for another year or two. Mm -hmm. So she came in. Um, we got married on paper like the first or second week that she got here. Mm -hmm. You know, I got my apartment, got my, you know, all this stuff ready. But, and our wedding was supposed to be on the 18th of this month. Wow. So we had to push that back where we pushed it back to uh, November. And, you know, the thing with that, though, is like the visa needs to come out before then because she needs to be able to leave the U.S. and come back. So there's a chance that we might have to push it back again and we lose a deposit. And but we got yeah, we're married on paper. We had like a small thing for like just for picture purposes for mm -hmm. the visa, just for proof. Right. So, right. you know, my local church uh, at, Pro at Promise Church is just me, my girl and my pastor just, you know, signed off and took a picture with us and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. So this, this is going to be. A, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, what you were saying? Hmm? Yeah, this is going to be a crazy story. Like if I have kids like <laughs> this, this is how this is what we went through with mm -hmm. the coronavirus. So when you say you're, you pushed it back to November, is that you guys are going to do like the main ceremony in Korea? Is that what you guys are planning? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the ceremony was always going to be in Korea. Um, I, I thought about having one here just for like, you know, my homies. Mm. But I mean, I'm sure you know, man, like wedding planning stresses is like, I don't know if I can do that twice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no, I, I think what you should do um, to just like please your friends, just do like a small gathering. Don't yeah, do the uh, whole wedding thing. It's yeah, way too stressful. Yeah, yeah man. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I have so much respect for anybody who went through this. Like, I, I totally get it. Hmm. But, yeah. And I thought I was the only one. I was like, dude, like, am I not supposed to get married? Like, is this supposed to be this hectic, you know? But all my married friends were like, dude, this is nothing. Like, and I hear their stories. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. I, I think me and me and Shirley, we fought. I mean, including our dating like period and our marriage, everything put together, we probably fought the most during the wedding planning. So it's didn't you want to die? Like dude, it was the worst. Every weekend, I considered literally just flying us out to Vegas to get eloped. Like, and it was like I was literally looking at my bank account, like. Okay, I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to get the flights. Right. Uh, no, I totally get it, man. It's, it's <laughs> tough. I don't, I don't think like This is why you can't get married twice. Mm. Just stay married with one person. You can't do this again. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, so uh, yeah, with uh, kind of going back to the podcast, um, you, you talked about how the original vision was kind of, yeah, men, melding the two cultures together and creating that dialogue. Now you guys are more kind of like you, you talked about TMZ style, um, talking about current events and things like that. Do you have kind of forward vision of what you 
hope and plan the podcast to be like in the future? Or are you kind of okay with kind of staying um, the course? So as a podcast as a whole, I'm not sure, but for me individually, what mm -hmm. I want and I'm, what I'm struggling with is, um, so I am a Christian, not the best Christian. Um, I'm working on it and I, I really need to work on it, you know? And I think this is something huge I have, you know, where I can, you know, kind of not per se spread the gospel, but like, you know, spread a little bit of Christianity through my actions or through my words, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's what I have in mind for the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, cause you know, I, I curse a lot on the podcast. I'm talking like, you know, I'm just very straightforward and, you know, but I, I feel like I kind of quote unquote sold myself for entertainment to just entertain the listeners. But I, I feel like I kind of get a, get back grounded with the, the God thing. But I mean, yeah. to your credit, though, I will say that when kind of the dicier topics come up, I think at one point it was about abortion. You do mm -hmm. stand your ground, um, kind of, even if you're not able to articulate it in the moment, like you never right. say, oh, actually, right, then I agree with you. I, I think abortion is okay. I, I, like, that's, I really respected you for that because you mm -hmm. never got to that point. Mm -hmm. Although you did, like, even if you did get to the point of, well, I'm not able to kind of articulate it fully right now, but you, you never kind of, you never conceded, right? So I, I mean, right there, I, I think that's great. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good to hear because <laughs> all my, all my coasts are like, dude, you keep switching your mind up. I'm like, no, I'm just saying like, I understand where you're coming from. You know? Yeah, no. And I think, you know, that's one thing that I want to tell everyone and I want to make sure everyone understands is even as podcast hosts, we have a mind that can be influenced. So mm -hmm. even if we say something at one point, if we get new information, we can change our mind, right? So right. I think admitting that you can change your mind is a humble thing. And it's like, it's, it's a human thing. So even if you kind of go back and forth, I think that's normal. And that's just a human quality that we all have. So um, yeah. I, 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 think, I think that comes with age. Yeah, I think that comes with age too, because like, you know, you you have to be able to have an open mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be just in your own head all the time. Like, you, you know, that's kind of stupid. You know, like you're not gonna learn anything that way. Right. So that's what I try. I always try to keep an open mind. But um, yeah, I'm I'm glad you uh, caught that though. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of comments about that. Hmm. Well, uh, last question about the podcast. Mm -hmm. This might be a controversial one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Why do you hate Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude, this comes out here too. <laughs> so, I, I have to ask it, man. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't hate Beyonce. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think she's, I said she was overrated on my podcast, mm -hmm. which I definitely should not say that because she's definitely not. She's very talented. Um, her her shows are crazy. She's a true artist and musician, but it's just I don't like me personally. I don't like her style of voice, mm. and that's that's just like my my taste. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's a very powerful. She does that <laughs> thing, if that makes sense. If I were a boy, that thing. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'm more of like the I like the Mariah Carey voice. Mm. You know, so it's just not my cup of tea. But not saying that I hate her. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just funny to me that because I remember when you first said it, I remember thinking, "Wow, this is going to be one of those things where it always comes back." And they're gonna always talk about it and give you crap for it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like I think it did in the yep. most. Yeah, yeah. It, it comes up every now and again. I, I think it's hilarious. I like it. I'm gonna stand my. I'm gonna stand my ground. <laughs> okay, so let's let's shift gears a little bit, and um, I wanted to talk to you about your music career because you have mm-hmm. a very long, uh, very like. It's not just a single lane music career. Um, I, I remember, I, I think I've, I still have the very first track that you, well, I don't know if this is the first track, but this was one of the first tracks that you showed me uh, when you were mm-hmm. still going by Southside's finest. Like when you oh, were in man. <laughs> what is, what, was this middle school, high school? This, this was way back in the day, right? Southside's finest. Oh my God. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Um, <laughs> It's like I think it was like freshman year in high school or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super early on. And like since then, I mean you've you've you're you go by academics now. You've you were in like you were in two addition programs in Korea, right? Yeah. So okay, so that's fine. It's academics. <laughs> I, I actually just go by my legal name now. So it's just Andy Shin now. Right. Um, but yeah, I was on um K pop star one and superstar K four. This wow. was like eight years ago now. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, can you just kind of explain to us your whole, like how you got there, um, how, how that impacted your music career and maybe even your life? Yeah. So I was musically active, um, put out mixtapes, you know, doing shows here and there, but I felt like just kind of stuck. You know what I'm saying? So the biggest thing was um, the Yellow Boys. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Pass. Um, like they went to Superstar K3, I think. And they went, like they caused this crazy, like they went viral, you know. Right. Um, but I was like, damn, man, like maybe I could do this too, you know. But we, you know, that's when a Unique One started, our production company. And me and uh, Hunmin Tiny were like, you know, let's, let's try this K-pop star thing out. Um, we made it pretty far. Granted, we never like came on TV. I think I came on for like three seconds or something like that. Um, but it was a great experience, you know, and I was like, dude, if I can make it this far, um, I, I must have some sort of talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not just like, you know, just any rapper. But after we failed, the very next year, I was like, you know, I'm going to do this again. So I went to Superstar K with two other members. Um, and so we went as a group as three people and then i'm the only one that got picked so i'm the only one that went to korea um and i was like again i was like hey maybe i have something here you know um met a lot of people um it set my standards higher too because i saw a lot of talented people and i was Mm -hmm. like dude there's like 500 people here and they all can sing and they're so good and they're all young you know um but yeah, I mean, ever since then, you know, I think I came out with an album after that. And that was kind of my, when I came back after Superstar K, um, things got really dark too. Like, um, I was on a lot of drugs. Um, 
I did a lot of Molly. I think my last album, I was on Molly the entire album. Wow. Um, yeah, I was just in a really dark place. Um, and then fast forward to about, you know, my last music video I dropped like last year. Hmm. Um, like between that time, I went back to church and took God seriously and I was, you know, saved again. Um, and I was like, you know, academics was cool, but I consider academics kind of like, like my, my bad half, if that makes sense. Hmm. You know, like if, if I get drunk, that's academics, that's not me, you know what I'm saying? And hmm. like, and I'm, I'm older now too, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be a 30 year old walking around people calling me academics. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, that's actually, that's still pretty cool, but <laughs> But um, I mean, I think I'm just in a different place now. I'm I'm older. I'm a little bit wiser, uh, um, and I, I feel like I have a. I want to do something with my music to like help people now. You know, um, not just talk about you know drugs, partying, and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah. boring old old man Andy Shin now. No, but your your latest music video, your latest song was it really does embody what you were talking about. The The title itself is sanctification, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, what was that really just like your attempt at saying, okay, I'm done with, you know, whatever the bad side of me was. And I'm going to, I want to try to kind of propel the good side of me. Was that the motivation for the song? Um, kind of. So I, I wanted to show people that I changed. Like I'm a, I consider myself like a totally different person now from what I was from eight years ago. Um, and I I truly believe that, um, like I love the word sanctification, you know, like, you know, things aren't going to get easier. They're going to get harder. And how, how tough are you going to get in that process? You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that, I guess that was, um, and I didn't want to be a, like a Christian rapper either if that makes sense right you know because not to not to you know crap on christian rappers but like i just can't get into the yo god is my savior uh uh uh, you know it's just it makes me cringe a little bit you know so i wanted to keep my own flavor but at the same time still talk about god if that makes sense kind of like a like a nf like i i found out who nf was i was like dude this guy's crazy oh i don't i don't know who that is oh is he a is he a christian you should look him up yeah, he's a Christian rapper, but he, he talks about some really dark stuff. He's really dark music, but it's just really good. Yeah, and I think, I forget who made the comment. It was, it might have been Lecrae. Um, he's kind of famously a Christian rapper, but he doesn't really like that label either. He, I think he, whenever people ask him about it, or like, are you a Christian rapper? I think his response is always, I am a rapper who is Christian. So my Christianity right, influences right. my music. But like right. he says, and I think Jin the MC, when, when and he's kind of like a Christian rapper too now, right. but I remember him saying, no one calls uh, Snoop Dogg like a weed rapper because that's like all he talks yeah. about, you know, like he's just a rapper who talks about a certain subject a lot. So right. I can, I can really, I, I can understand why you wouldn't want that label. Yeah. Hmm, let's see. Uh, do you have plans? Cause it, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, do I have plans? I'm honestly like, I'm so busy. Like, mm-hmm. being, being like, I'm still going to school. You know, I'm trying to finish school and then, you know, I'm back at work. So, but I still work on music. 
So my last project, that was actually supposed to be my, I'm going to stop. This, I'm going to just go big with this one and I'm done. But I think any musician could uh, agree that once you start, you can never stop. I don't know what it is. So I'm not, I'm not as active right now, but um, I am working on music here and there because I still want to share and want to create and I can't stop that. But yeah, so I might have some, a few projects here and there come out in the, in the future. Yeah, man. I'm, Probably this year. I I always hate to see when you say things like I'm not going to do music anymore, especially because you're so talented. Um, so if this if my uh, if my words have any sway, I, I want to encourage you to keep making music. Yeah, because I mean, Thank like you. sanctification was so great, right? And then you kind of like you were saying it was supposed to be your sign off, but like how can you sign off after you've created something so great, right? Right, and. <laughs> Man, it sucks because I wanted like 10,000 views on that video mm. and it got like 3,000, which is still really good. But I was like, damn, man, I really wanted this one to blow up, but I'm still thankful. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not, I don't think, think I'm going to stop. That's great. That's really good to hear. Um, yeah. So I kind of wanted to ask you about, because your wife, she grew up in Korea. I mean, she's mm. a straight, straight, up, straight up Korean, right? Right, right. So did you meet her? during the time when you were kind of going back and forth with, with the audition programs or was that no. something so so we've been together about four years or five something like that mm-hmm. but she she came to visit um america with her sister and do you know esther kim my no. friend esther kim no okay so this girl named esther she's my she's a really good friend of mine um but they're cousins so they were doing like this tour. They went to LA, to New York, and then they came to Atlanta to see Esther. And it was their last day in America. They're going to go back to Korea. Hmm. So Esther hit me up saying like, yo, my cousins are here. Um, let's just go out bowling. I'm like, okay. I didn't think anything of it. You know, I was like, okay, I'm just here. You see your family, whatever. But um, I had the hots for her sister at first. <laughs> um but there was just no connection you know she was just pretty you know my my girl's pretty too i don't know don't get me wrong yeah but um but the funny thing is my girl had the hots for me so it was like this weird thing going on but at the end of the night i don't know what it was but something clicked and i was like dang this girl's really cute you know Mm -hmm. my girl and i was like and then I, i talked to her i was like you know, can you stay for one more day? Like, I'll, I'll show you around because you didn't really get to do anything. But she had to go on a retreat with her church that week. So I was like, dang. I was, but she was really considering it too, you know. Um, but then we kept in contact while she left. And I went to Korea. I remember she got mad at me once too because she was like, you know, we're talking and this and that, but what are we? Like, are you my boyfriend? I don't have to tell people. But I was like, I wasn't sure if I could do a long distance relationship. You know, like I told myself I would never date another Korean girl, or like, like a, like a fob Korean girl, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Cause I'm so Americanized, but I went to go visit Korea. Oh no, no, no. She came to visit me for three months and I was like, okay, that's a pretty big move. Wow. And then I went to go visit her and I was like, okay, I can't do this long distance relationship. That's when I made it official. Fast forward. I proposed. Now we're married. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but I, 
like when I like knew you, um, like when we were going to church together and, together and stuff, mm-hmm. your Korean wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either, right? Right. Do you how how did that happen? Because now you're you know typing up straight up like paragraphs in Korean and <laughs> <laughs> like when did that? I got happen? yeah. So my Korean got really good when I was. Um, doing the audition shows mm. yeah because i was there for like I, I pretty much lived there for half a year you know uh-huh. and when you're trying to hit on girls man you can't text in english you know you got to do it somehow um and you're, you're forced to learn the language when you're there you know when you're simple as like ordering food so that's when not my level i leveled up in korean but definitely you know um well, while i was dating my girl or my, my wife um and constantly talking to her that's when you know, I got really good. Wow. So you almost, you almost need to be thankful for those like addition programs that you went on for your marriage. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's kind of crazy. Like this is like all God's vision, right? It's all this huge, big story that happened. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And do you find it difficult now um, to, cause you're, I'm assuming your wife doesn't speak much English. Um, is it is there any difficulties like with communication or things like that yeah so when we fight right like i'm good but because we have to speak korean that's our that's our language at home but there's so many things that i want to say but that i I can't so it's really like you know yeah um but more so not even that it's it's the cultural difference too like as korean as Korean that we think we are, we are really not. Mm. Like there's a Korea mindset and then there's like a Kyopo mindset and then there's just like a regular ABC mindset, you know? So we, we fought a lot about that too and like had a lot of conversations. Like, why do you do this? It's like, I don't know. Like, why do you do that? You know, which is like any other marriage really. But, right. you know, there's, there's a different standard, which I honestly think she can't hear me i honestly think it's girls need to stop watching dramas dude (laughs) like i I think it puts this expectation on men and i i think there's also even kind of a fantasy of um, american husband There, there might be kind of people romanticize the idea of marrying a korean guy who grew up in america Cause it's like, you know, exotic and indifferent. I don't know what that is though. Like I, I hear that a lot and I, I can see why that would be true, but I don't know what that fantasy would be. I mean, you know, like America is the, the land of opportunity. So, you know, they, they made it or I don't, I don't know. I'm just guessing, but I guess but <laughs> she, she, she does find it attractive when I speak English. Mm-hmm. I think that's a plus. Yeah. And there you go. And you know, like when we speak Korean, cause we're, we're both pretty good, you know, but like to a person that came straight from Korea, like they can tell. Mm. So they, they, they find it cute. You know what mm. I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think, I think that's a pretty big plus to have too. Yeah. 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 No, I, when I go to Korea, so my brother lives in Korea. So I try to visit. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. He's uh, in Incheon. He's married oh. and he has like two kids. He's, oh shoot. Yeah. He's straight up planted roots there. Um, but wow. yeah, whenever I visit, it's, I feel like I'm pretty good at Korean while I'm here, but when I go there, 
doing it, even just simple things like ordering food, I realized how so bad fast. I yeah, dude, it's so fast. I'm like, they use these words. I'm like, what? What? I don't know that word. Yeah, like the, in my mind, I'm like, well, you could have just said that in a simpler way. Why did you have to throw in all this slang and all this advanced vocabulary? So no, I I, I totally understand uh, what you're saying. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it sounds like you're kind of settled now. Um, you've gone through certain periods of like anxiety, depression, and things like that. Do, do you have any advice for people currently going through some of the things that you went through, you know, like eight years ago, um, to help them kind of come out uh, on the other side of it? Um, I would have to say that a good community is so important. Um, you know, if the people are, you know, even if they're your homeboys and you guys are mad close, like if it's just not a good squad to be around, um, you know, find a, find a healthy, wholesome community that'll help you grow um, spiritually, you know, and emotionally. And, you know, you, you've, as hard as that is that it is now, you know, if you hit rock bottom, the only place you can go now is up, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that's just hard to just, you know, it's easy to say, you know what I'm saying? But like, you really just have to tough through it. Um, and the podcast, your podcast, um, the Nobby effect of the podcast. Um, Nobby design. Yeah. Nobby design yet. Mm-hmm. The, so that actually helped me get through it. So uh-huh. like, you know, yeah, it really did. Cause man, dude, can I talk about this real quick? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So this was, this was like earlier this year. Like I was when when I when I texted you, mm-hmm. like, like my, I didn't think I thought anxiety attacks were all a bunch of crap. I was like, dude, you're just weak and you need to snap out of it, you know. But when I went through it, I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, I'm tired all the time. I don't want to get out of bed. I'm mad depressed. I can't eat. I don't want to see anybody. Um, I, I was shaking. My heart was racing. Um, I was like, dude, I, and as hard as things were, I was like, dude, I, I just want to die. Mm. Like if I were to die, like, I don't have to worry about any of this. Like I just wanted to be over. And I mean, granted, like I said, I'm not suicidal and that's never the answer, but Who's who's that pastor at Saddleback? What's his uh, name? T- no, it's not Tim. Is it? Go. Didn't he write the that book, Purpose Driven Life? Uh, let me look it up. Actually, Purpose Driven Life. Oh yeah, Rick Warren. Rick yeah. Warren. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why, but like, I was watching a lot of his sermons, and like he had this you know, the suicide video on YouTube, where he was like, no, don't do it. This is like, it's just a, overall, he's just saying, this is a pretty shit decision you're going to make, you know? Um, Cause it doesn't, it doesn't just hurt you. It hurts everybody else around you. And it makes everything that much harder. Um, but then what really helped me was when you were, ta- were you on Andy Young's podcast talking about it? Like about suicide? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So when you were talking, I was like, no, every single word you were saying, I was like, dude, this is exactly like every single word you were saying. I was like, this is exactly what I'm going through right now. Mm. So I had to text you. I had to text him. Like I was like this, like this, it wasn't a coincidence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that, that helped me get through it a lot. So thank you, David. And thank you, Andy, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, just, just, just don't give up, I guess, yeah. you know, like just, I know it sucks, but you really have to tough through it and things will get better. Hmm. Like, you know, yeah, you made it this far. The only place you can go up is up now. Yeah. And I think for both of us, when we were going through kind of our anxiety time periods, like for me, it really did help when I was talking to Andy Young about it and just to kind of get it out there to verbalize like what I'm going through. I think in, that in and of itself was really helpful. And I, I did get a lot of feedback from a lot of other people saying, really, wow, I'm going through something very similar. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually very prevalent amongst Asian Americans, like second generation Korean Americans, people in our kind of life stage, a lot of them are going through very similar things. It's um, a lot of pressure, man. For sure. For sure. It's, it's, it's a lot, a lot of pressure. Like, cause you're not Korean, you're not American, you're right dab in the middle, mm. you know? And you, you have this Korean mindset and morals, whereas, you know, you, you have the free American mind and it's, it's a mess, dude. Like, dang, I didn't know so many people were affected like that though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I forget who I talked to about this, but it might have been with Andy Hung again, but it, we were talking about how the Eastern culture from our Korean side, we're taught to think about family above all, right? Like we, right. we do what's good for the family, but we come here to America and we're being taught, well, you got to be happy yourself. You got to think about the individual. So there's a clash of two ideas that's happening just all the time that we're probably internalizing. Right. So yeah, it's, I'm not surprised at all that people like us are going through things like this, but I think there's comfort in knowing that there are others like us and that we're kind of going through it together. Um, like you you went through it. I went through it. If, if you guys are listening and, and you guys went through it, please just know that. Yeah. We're all, we, we've we're all going through it together. Um, we're all going to be better for it. So yeah. hit me up, man. I'll, I'll talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, you know uh, Andy's really good to talk to. I yeah. love, love this guy. So, and I mean, me too. And, and even, uh, Andy and I'm sure Andy Hung, he's gonna, he right. would be wa- willing to talk to you about that as well. So, yeah. Um, is, was there, Oh, I did want to talk about one thing. Um, okay. cause like you were saying on your podcast, you do, I mean, everyone there curse words, isn't really a, a restricted thing, right? You guys, freely curse and on my podcast it's not that i don't allow it it's just mm-hmm. um i i don't personally curse that much um and the people right. that i have on don't I, I think at this point now it's like when people come on they kind of feel like they can't curse did, uh-huh. did you kind of feel that way when you were when we started talking or uh, uh yes and no because I know you wouldn't mind, but it's something I'm trying to work on personally anyway. So, cause dude, nobody likes listening to that. You know, it's, you don't sound like a smart person. You know, it's just not attractive. 
So yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And this is a very wholesome setting that I feel like I'm in, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see. yeah, uh, that's something I'm actually trying to work on, but I didn't really feel like that really. Gotcha. Cause I feel like knowing you, um, you would accept me for whether, you know, no matter what, yeah. so, so, you know, I, I feel comfortable either way. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Cause um, I remember, so Kit song was on, well, no, when I had uh, uh, John Hyung on, John Song, Jules, I remember him saying, am I allowed to, am I allowed to, uh, am I allowed to curse? And I, I remember saying, Hyung, go for it. I mean, if you want to, it's fine. But I think he still kind of felt like he shouldn't. So he, he didn't right. on our podcast. Shout out to Jules, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I actually wanted to take this opportunity to tell my listeners why I don't curse personally. And it's not really, it's not like a moralistic thing or anything like that. I think yeah. there is a lot of power in words. And yes, I want to be like, when I say, like, when I drop the F-bomb, I want people to like stop and pause. Like, mm. oh, things got serious. Like he dropped mm. the F-bomb. Like, I, I want to give it that power. So like, I haven't, like, I mean, I don't really curse in my regular everyday life. And that's because I'm saving it for when I really need to. So that right. when I do say uh, something, people like take notice and they actually take yeah. it to heart. Yeah. It's kind of like, a, yeah, it's kind of like the, you know, the guy at church that's just really nice and you just can't hate, mm-hmm. you know, but when he gets mad, it's like, oh, damn, like <laughs> shit got real, bro. Yeah. Like, this is serious, you know? Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. I, I actually, um, I agree with that. Uh, Words have a lot of power and there's so many other words that can describe your feelings, you know, to, yeah. to get your point across, you know, I got to work on that too, actually. Yeah. I curse a lot on my, my podcast. I, I really need to stop. When's the, do you guys know when the next uh, episode is dropping? I know with the whole coronavirus, you guys, you guys haven't been able to record, but are there plans we, for I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't want to listen to my own podcast. So I, I till this day, I haven't listened to a single podcast that I've made. Mm. And, and because of that, I don't know when things drop. I see. I see. So I'm just there. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I feel like it might mess with my creativity. Hmm. if that makes sense or like i might change the way i talk or whatever but like i just want her to be real so i don't i honestly don't know but we we are recording regularly for the past like month so yeah i totally totally relate to that i don't really like listening to my podcast either um i actually get mad at my wife when she listens to it while i'm in the room yeah (laughs) it's like dude stop Turn that yeah. shit off. No, no, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. So I, for me though, I think it's because I don't know what it is. It, I don't like the sound of my voice recorded. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. Um, and it, it might have a little, like, I, I don't want to get in my own head. Um, right. Like I'll pick up something about the way that I do something. And go and, way too deep into it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I totally get it, man. Like, I think we're kind of similar in that sense where 
like we we just think way too much yeah you know so like me honestly i'm very insecure mm. i don't know about you oh i'm, I'm extremely very, yeah i'm so insecure so as i put up this front of like happy andy you know saying like wild andy you know but i'm so insecure um i i think way too deep into things i think that might have caused my depression man to be honest with you yeah. but um i i totally understand that man yeah i think uh podcasters i i don't know if there's any podcaster out there that actually does listen to themselves uh let us know because i'd be interested to see how many of us are how many podcasters out there don't listen to themselves versus how many that listen to themselves i think that'd be right. an interesting statistic mm-hmm. to to uh get a hold of um was there anything that we were going to talk about that i i missed uh not really i hope i was a a good guest and i was interesting enough to listen to dude honestly just andy shen who doesn't know you in the atlanta area i'm I'm sure people are going to be very excited to to see that you're on the podcast i i hope so i'm still (laughs) interesting guys (laughs) You are relevant. You are interesting and very relevant. Thank you. Um, are, I mean, and I, I know you said that you you are planning on doing music and all that, but are there any dates that you can give us um, or any ways to keep updated on new music and things like that? Yes. Um, so my latest project that I'm working on, I can't give a date on that, um, but I am planning probably in the next two months, possibly. Wow. Two or three months, somewhere around that time. Um, but you can find everything. I'm very active on my Instagram. Mm. So at AKZ Music. Just follow me there. Everything's on there. I post a lot of wild videos, <laughs> a so lot funny. of food, yeah, and a lot of music. Yeah. Um, mm. We were supposed to do this K-A-C-A-I, some, something, some organization, but I was supposed to do a show with them too but because of the coronavirus we're unable to perform hmm. um such as a lot of the artists i think i think jennifer was going to be there too i'm not sure hmm. but um but yeah just follow me on instagram everything should be there actually yeah but before we we end i did want to ask you about that how has the coronavirus affected you i mean obviously we talked about your marriage situation but kind of your everyday life how, how is it affecting you this is honestly I don't want to say this because I know a lot of people are affected like in a bad way, but this is a huge blessing to me Mm. um, because I'm still getting paid and I've been at home for the past two months doing nothing. Wow. Excuse me. Yeah. Bless you. So, and you know, I, I spend a lot of time with my wife. Granted, she's ready to go out and like do stuff, you know, but I'm a lot more of an introvert than I thought. Mm than people think so i don't mind being at home um and i've always told myself that i wish i had a month or like two months just to just do nothing mm. and this is like the perfect time and i'm getting paid you know so it's been pretty dope for me man yeah <laughs> how's your hair my as you can see my hair is like super long oh my hair oh do you know about my hair Mm-mm. so i have hair loss Oh no, actually, yeah, your recent YouTube videos. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have extreme hair loss, but it all came back. So my hair is pretty good. Huh. Um, yeah, it's kind of messed up right now, so I don't want to show it. But yeah, it, it's not too bad because I got my hair cut by 
like privately so oh i see so you're still yeah. able to get your haircut gotcha yeah. gotcha yeah. actually yeah let's put let's give a plug for that um you kind of reveal did you actually reveal it or yeah the secret to stopping hair loss yes so i'm on episode two mm. episode three should be coming out for my remedy but actually, I really want to talk about that, too. So if you have hair loss, like, let me know, because I know how bad it sucks. Mm. And I have something that really worked for me. So yeah, just hit me up, man. Wow. Yeah, I'm here. To, I'm here to help. That's so crazy to think, though, because I don't know why I still feel like whenever I talk to you, I feel like we're still kind of in high school. And yeah. the topic of hair loss is like, and then I realized, oh, wait, we're in our 30s now. Our 30s, dude. Yeah, dude. We're, we're talking in your two-door Honda Accord right now. <laughs> That's right. Man, uh, good times. Very good times. Well, um, any last words, any last thoughts before we end, end this podcast? Um, thank you for having me. It's always good. I miss you so much, David. So hey, man. I really don't want to say this um, lightly, but let's please meet up one day to have dinner or something no, for sure i have to meet your um, wife so all the listeners i haven't met i haven't met yeah. her yet so. yeah yeah um so all the listeners thank you for listening um you can also find my podcast it's called black korea podcast anywhere you can find a podcast um let's keep the peace and spread the love god bless yeah and uh the black korea podcast i definitely recommend it they do provide a wide variety of perspective on things so it's very interesting to listen to um I mean, as long as you don't mind explicit language. I, I just say yes. that because my podcast doesn't have that. So, um, but guys, if, if any of what we talked about today with Andy resonated with you, um, if you have any feedback, please reach out at ihthcpodcast at gmail.com. That's just, I hope they hear this uh, abbreviated or on Instagram at I hope they hear this or on Twitter at ihthcpodcast. And the video I will upload to YouTube as well. Um, and again, follow uh, Andy at AKZ Music on Instagram, and you'll you'll be able to find kind of all his updates on his music, and also um, follow the Black Korea Podcast Instagram. It's just Black Korea Podcast, right? Correct, correct at Black Korea Podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, and to to stay updated to uh, the podcast activities. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, Andy. Thank you so much for being on. This was really fun. Now we'll talk thank to you guys you. next time. Bye. Deuces.